0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I don't know where I start. I've been up since about 2 in the morning. Uh, because I like working on a little sleep. But the NBA playoffs are on the brink of an ugly meeting where the Lakers and the Clippers left early after voting to end of the season. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, the COVID bubble was strange. The playoffs starting back up after shutting down was odd. But this is going back to the police shooting of Jacob Blake. NBA players held a tense meeting. It ended ugly. Um, LeBron James called for action from team owners towards social justice reform and left the meeting early. Other teams still in the NBA bubble reportedly voted to continue playing the seasons, but the uh, discussion is ongoing. This That got strange. And again, to me, one of the things that I was cr- trying to hold a hat on to was that as the economy opens back up, some of the important milestones are things like do the Olympics happen or not happen? They didn't. Does the NBA season finish or not? And the idea was that would be good for the economy to be a sign that things are getting back normal. So I wake up to that and I just go, that's very strange. I did not see that coming, but it's not terribly surprising. Um, All things considered with the way 2020 has gone, the markets are mixed The Nasdaq slightly lower, so I instantly wonder, is that just Facebook and Apple? Kind of is, a little bit. Initial jobless claims, because it's Thursday, is out. Initial jobless claims remain troublingly, troublingly, that's not the easiest word for me to say. Troublingly high. I don't know what happened if I didn't learn it proper as a child or as an adult, I've just started losing some words. Golf business is booming. That's a little bit of a surprise. Um, The narrative on golf has been an interesting one, talking about sports. It's been very, very good for Nike to have Tiger Woods when Tiger Woods was dominating the golf course. When he wasn't and he got into marital affair issues, Nike was still okay. But golf started to change when Tiger Woods was no longer on CBS or the golf channel, which for the record, cable companies, um, advertisers love the golf channel because who watches golf? And this is going to sound offensive when I say it. Wealthy white people. That's the advertising demographic, right? Um, I've been pitched, by the way, as a financial guy. Hey, if you want to get wealthy people to your event, advertise on the golf channel. And I was like... Whoa, that's a bit of a broad stroke. But maintaining social distance is easy to do on the golf course. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. Tiger Woods got a lot of Americans into golf. Nike capitalized. Tiger Woods kind of got off the TV, got into marital issues, and wasn't a dominant golfer. And we started talking about, oh, I think golf courses should be turned into condos. Okay, okay. Um... And now we're talking about people going back to the golf course. If you live long enough, you're gonna see cycles like this, right? And that's an important business lesson. That's something I want you to walk away with today. If you live long enough, you're gonna see business cycles. And you're gonna start figuring things out. A few recreational activities offer built-in social distancing protocol. Um, One of the best ones has to be golf. Again, the entire golf industry has been booming. During the summer of 2020, Dick Sporting Goods they own Golf Galaxy. They sell golf apparel, golf equipment, golf accessories. They reported second quarter results that smashed expectations. Is it all because of golf? Um, no. But Dick's Sporting Goods um, did say that they, their golf segment was a point of strength. The golf business has been great both at Dick's and Golf Galaxy. So says their CEO. There's a number of young people. This is uh, the interesting twist on this, who have come into the game of golf because they're not playing football or soccer or some other sport. Okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down, so to speak. Um. Golf equipment sales rose 51% in June after 22% rise in May. I'm surprised, I'm a little surprised by that. Some things in business cycles I see and some things I don't see coming. That has to be one that ultimately we're like whoa. There's been three trading sessions so far this week. Today is the fourth. The NASDAQ's up 3.1%, the S&P 500's up 2.4%. But, yeah. it's all heavily tied towards the Apples, the Facebooks, the Amazons. It's a little disconcerting. It's not the best way to do it. TikTok CEO um, resigned. He's been on the job for less than three months. Um, that's success or failure starts at the top. The CEO of TikTok um, ultimately said, I, I signed up to be an international CEO and." In, the whole thing that the government's doing with TikTok is just, good luck, bye. TikTok's an agreement to sell its U.S., Canadian, Australian, and New Zealand operations, a deal that can be announced as soon as next week. It's a pretty big deal, between 20 and $30 billion. If you were to IPO that, that'd be a big biggin'. Walmart has been working with SoftBank on a bid for TikTok, which is seen as unlikely because it doesn't make any sense. Oracle has been seen as maybe more likely, but Microsoft seems to be the likely suitor. Oh, Excuse me. TikTok's nearing a deal to sell its operations. And again, um, a little bit on a dramatic side. Powell announces a new Fed approach to inflation that could keep rates lower for longer. Yesterday, I pontificated, speculated that could actually move the markets higher. That could be a catalyst. And um, Announcing a major policy shift to average inflation targeting. I mean, the bank will be more inclined to allow inflation to run higher than the standard 2% target before hiking interest rates. Makes a little bit of sense because a lot of times, anytime I talk about data on the show, I go, don't just look at one month. Don't just look at one month. Don't just look at one week. You kind of want to blend that into a two to three month average. I'm not sure on if I want to put words in the Fed's mouth, but changing their approach to employment in a way that will focus on those at the lower end of the income spectrum is also part of their change. We'll talk about the ramifications of this and likely what is to happen. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, the day is going to have some... Um, eyeballs on Jackson Hole where the Federal Reserve's Jerome Powell is talking. I thought it would have had more impact We'll see if that impact changes in the days to come or if analysts are willing to change the way they view inflation and thus change the way they view interest rates. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app. Or KDOW.biz. One of the sources that I use is briefing.com. And one of the uh, journalists, business journalists, one of the experts, stock experts, had a position on Papa John's, ticker symbol PZZA. And he just mentioned in his article, I'm taking some of it off the table. Now, you've heard me recently say I've taken some of my Apple shares off the table. For me, it's about diversification. It's not about disliking Apple. For him, it was a trade. He was up over 100% on the trade, and he took some of it off the table. He still has a stop loss on it at 65, currently at almost $100. He's going to take a 35% haircut on the remaining position because that's where he he wants to get stopped out because at that point he thinks it can go way lower. I'm putting words into his mouth, that's kind of a dangerous thing to do. But I bring it up in large part, um, not to say it is what it is, but pizza has been a COVID play, an investment over 100% made in six months. He put his position on in March, so we got April, May, June, July, August, five months. Pretty impressive, if you ask me. Now, there's a big breakthrough today that Wall Street's getting excited about tied towards COVID. Some days I want to get away from talking about COVID. Some days it's just you get sucked right back in, right? The search for the COVID vaccine. It's like finding a UFO, finding a Bigfoot, the search for a COVID-19 vaccine grabs most of the headlines these days, but attacking the virus is really a three-pronged approach. There's a vaccine, there's treatment, and there's testing. There's some good news on the testing side today. Abbott Labs, ticker symbol ABT. They've announced that the FDA has issued emergency use authorization for its BinaxNOW COVID-19 ag card rapid test. Okay, that just went over my head. Rapid, reliable, highly portable tool. It's about the size of a credit card. It can detect active coronavirus infections at a massive scale. The test results are in 15 minutes with no instrumentation or equipment required. With sensitivity of 97.1% and specificity of 98.5%. The test is going to sell for $5 we can now send our kids back to school. If this is all right and this falls into place, if we understand how to use this technology, we can now get on airplanes. Developing a vaccine is the holy grail. but getting the knowledge out there of, are you safe or not, is pretty important. Are you uh, sick or not? I don't know a lot more on this. I can tell you it's a market moving story. And who do you think's moving on this? Southwest Airlines up 6%, Hawaiian Airlines up 7%, Delta up 7%, JetBlue up 7.5%, American Airlines up 10%, United, uh, American Airlines and United both up 10%. If you wanna fly to Hawaii, get in line at the airport, One hour and 15 minutes before your flight, one hour to get through security and 15 minutes to get through a rapid test to see if you have it or don't. Now, again, I'm assuming a lot right there, but that's the breaking story on Abbott Labs this morning, ticker symbol is ABT. And for the record, their stock's up five percent. So it's reassuring that names like Abbott are aggressively working to fight COVID-19. This is some small, this is not a small medical device company. This is not a small medical diagnostic company. This is a massive, well-respected company, Abbott Labs. So, how do you feel about that? I feel a little bit better today. And I don't know why. Companies are gonna ship tens of millions of tests in September, ramping up to 50 million tests uh, a month at the beginning of October. The one drawback is that the technology is limited for use by healthcare professionals. Oh, your principal won't be able to do it. The TSA won't be able to do it. They may. Um, You're not going to have a testing kit in your home. So it's a step forward, but you can see how the stocks are kind of pinned up. They're ready to go. They're ready for action. Action Jackson. Um, It's out there. Amazon has some weird news today. And it's not totally weird. It's just, you know, like when they came out with the Amazon Echo and the whole Alexa thing, you're like, "Ah, I didn't really think Amazon was going to get into speakers like that and talking speakers and ordering. Okay, now we get it. Today, they've introduced Amazon Halo, a new service dedicated to helping you improve your health and wellness. Why do they care? Because Apple and Google already care. Amazon Halo combines a suite of artificial intelligence powered health features. The new Amazon Halo app is going to have an Amazon Halo Band which will use multiple advanced sensors to provide highly accurate information and give you what are called Halo insights. If you're a customer of Amazon you can request early access to the Amazon Halo starting today. With the Halo Band and six months of Halo membership, for 64.99. Again, this is just it's out there. Like you didn't did you see Amazon going into healthcare like this? Um I don't know. <laughs> I find that pretty interesting cuz on top of that Weight Watchers has already said, you know, we're going to collaborate with Amazon. And Cerner has said we're going to integrate Amazon Halo. Cerner is a big healthcare copy. I care more about them than I do the Weight Watchers press releases. Um, Cerner said that consumers will easily connect vital health and well-being information with their broader healthcare systems and be able to share information with, your dentist could share information, say, with your doctor. But it's also gonna tie into your health and wellness. Individuals can opt in to share activity, sleep, body fat percentages, and other important wellness data. Uh, typically, this has been really tough information for companies like Cerner to get and How well you're sleeping. Don't know much more about it. But once again, hats off to Amazon for making me go, huh, that's pretty interesting. Amazon, of course, is part of that mega cap complex. Amazon, Facebook, Alphabet, Apple. You could probably throw in Salesforce.com, Netflix. This these big companies that seem to get bigger and bigger. What's worthy of note on Facebook is yesterday I, I gave them some good love. And I said, it's probably the next trillion dollar company. And then after the market closed, Facebook said, um, Apple's gonna make you opt in to share your information and that could significantly hurt our revenue. Wall Street didn't seem to care. But Apple's new operating system, it doesn't let apps track you. It, the app asks you, do you mind if we track you? And people are going to say no. And Facebook said, that's going to be a problem for us. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW. Fed Chairman Powell has unveiled efforts to target higher inflation. I'll be honest with you, I'm a little underwhelmed, but also I'm not getting the nuances of it yet, so when I get off work today, I'm going to spend some time reading through his whole speech, unveiling a new framework of thinking for the central bank, trying to tolerate inflation moderately above 2%. Goldilocks plays on Wall Street at times, not too hot, not too cold, just right. Um, Did Goldilocks break into the bear's house? Were we endorsing burglars as children? We kind of were. And then she ate their food. Anyway, you don't even want me to get there. Someone breaks in my house, eats my food, in my bed, I'm going to be a little bit pissed off. But inflation is one of the things we want, some of it, but not too much and not too little. We want some of it, too little, and it could lead to deflation, too much it could lead to, we can't afford that. So he's targeting inflation. He said he's acknowledged the painful lessons of runaway inflation in the 1970s. He's warned that the persistence of low inflation over the last eight years risks new economic difficulties. Um, he's trying to listen to us and try to figure out where inflation becomes a pain point. So he's speaking today, and ultimately, uh, what I'm gonna get out of that is, you have a Fed who's gonna keep rates lower or longer. I thought the market would have reacted more positive to it, but maybe a little bit of it was built in. So we know that coins have been in a shortage during COVID. We know that Clorox wipes have been a problem. At one point, toilet paper seemed to be a problem, but that seems to have worked itself out. Now we're hearing pizza shops. You know, I talked about... Uh, Papa John's been up over 100 percent and just an amazing run since March, especially if you're using leverage. Pizza shops are complaining that they're paying higher prices for pepperoni. Back in January, they were at two dollars and eighty-seven cents. Now they're at four dollars and twelve cents a pound. A New York City pizza shop is paying about six dollars a pound. Now. As a child I loved pepperoni pizzas. As I got a little bit older, it's a little bit too greasy. So I've kind of changed up my toppings, but I still don't believe Hawaiian is a pizza. Small pizza restaurants typically can't pass on the price of pepperoni to you. It's interesting of note, one of the most expensive things on a pizza is the cheese. It's it's gold. It's cheesy gold. It's cheesy delicious gold. Uh, but the bigger chains like Domino's, Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, Papa John's, they're not hitting shortages yet or price increases because they're dealing with long-term contracts. But the mom and pop don't, don't have that long-term contract. So the Chacaroni at Papa John's uh, hasn't seen the inflation yet. I guess we're talking all inflation all the time on this segment, aren't we? Um, but there's a shortage. And that goes back to what? Uh, you Come on. COVID-19 and pork processing plants, which seem to have been a highly contagious area. Uh, and when I say pork processing, I'm kind of talking about killing the pork, bleeding it out, figuring out, wow, where the pork chop's at and where's pepperoni at. Do you believe that pepperoni has pork snout in it or pig snout? <laughs> Remember the myths some of them I don't even want to know or if they're true. So financial stocks outperform. I think that's probably the positive of what is happening with the Federal Reserve. They had a, a nice day of outperformance earlier in the week, and today they're having a nice day of outperformance. When you take a look at the 10-year Treasury, it's at 71 basis points. Not that long ago, we were at 60 basis points, 55, 50. So we seem to be marching a little bit higher because the Fed's changing the way they they look at inflation. And again, one of the things that I want is a healthy stock market. And a healthy stock market, like, you can't just go to the gym and work on your arms. You gotta work on the legs, your core, your stomach, your back, I don't know, your feet. I know you're saying, Rob, you have fat feet, you gotta lose some weight there. That's the idea. Um, But financials are part of a healthy stock market. I own shares of Apple, I'm stoked. I own shares of Facebook, I'm stoked. I love them hitting all-time highs. I can walk around my house like the king of, of the village. Or am I the, the village idiot? Um, but also, I want the financials to do well. To me, they're, the, they're a true sign of how healthy our economy is. If you see financials essentially working higher, hitting 52-week highs, hitting all-time highs, something's going right. They're lending money, they're doing business. Um, So when the banks underperform, I get a little bit leery. Anyhow, we have all market tired today. The underperformers are the NASDAQ and the Russell 2000. It's nice to see the Dow up 1% on strength of financials. And again, I just want healthy. You can't just work out your arms. And for me, like, tech stocks are my arms. (laughs) I don't know, does that sound ridiculous? Yes. I signed up for an account with Robinhood. Um, I wanted to be able to tell you, do I like the app or not? And ultimately, it's okay. My big question is, what's it gonna look like and what's it gonna feel like? Will it be less than okay when lack of research gets me into trouble? Robinhood was an outlaw. Sherwood Forest was his playground where he was oftentimes seeing pictures of himself as wanted for being an outlaw. Um, if you search for stories on Robin hood investors, you get 13,000 plus hits right now. There's a lot of criticism. Is Robin hood, the app an outlaw or is it a savior? Is it taking from the rich to give to the poor? Or is it just making the rich richer? Um, It took about 10 minutes to sign up quickly. It took about 45 minutes if you read everything you signed. How much you want to bet most people sign up quickly? I read every single word. Um, But I know most people skim that kind of stuff. You set up a brokerage account, if you've ever done it before, like with a TD Ameritrade, a Vanguard, a Fidelity. um, You punch in your personal info. Sometimes you put a bank transfer wire account there. Uh, just to make sure that you're not a money launderer. It's interesting to note, many, 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 many years ago, when I was an investment advisor as an RIA firm, one of the things that really hurt our business was, um, one of the things that really hurt our business was heavily tied towards um, the Patriot Act. It didn't hurt our business, but after nine eleven. We had a Republican president, and he wanted to get more information to make sure that terrorists weren't laundering money. I don't even remember. There were sleeper cells in America that got on the planes. Maybe they were activated. Maybe they had money transferred to them. Maybe I'm confusing history with an episode of Homeland. But that's the thought, is that we wanted to be able to monitor. I don't know. Did we give up some sort of freedom there? So Robin fine. Uh, It does take 45 minutes to set up properly, 10 minutes to set up quickly. There's a lot of things that you just don't know um, when you want to buy. There's a lot of stuff that happens at the beginning of the app. So you can trade stocks, you can trade cryptocurrencies, you can do ETFs, you can do options. Um, It's not the most intuitive app. And I'll give you an example of uh, um, you can do online gambling on horse racing. And you can do online fan duel kind of stuff with fantasy sports, where you're kind of going up against each other. I don't know how to explain fantasy sports on an app, but some of those apps are way better and way more intuitive than others, and it's real money. So you could say, well, I want to bet a dollar for a horse to show, that's for second or third. And you hit the order button, and you're like, oh, I just bet a dollar for it to win much lower odds of that happening. So knowing what stocks to buy and which ones not to buy, which is just as important as knowing which ones to buy, um, is not something that Robinhood can help you with. There's not a lot of research there. So the big question for me is when the market goes down, how will Robinhood fare and how will the reviews fare? just throwing it out there. I I, I got on the app, it's clean, it's fine. And I felt there's a lack of information. But again, they're not telling you there's a lot of information there either. Take a look at the market. Fed Chairman Powell has outlined a new policy framework for an average inflation target, which has caused the treasury curve to steepen. And financial stocks are outperforming. Growth stocks are taking a bit of a breather. Um, But, again, they've had an amazing run. For the record, one of the things I pulled up recently was a stock list of mine that I've had for 25 years. Um, And what was interesting is how many of these names have gone away. Um, Some of them are still there, like Microsoft. But there's a company called Quidel, which I never knew why I owned it. And I still don't know why I used to follow it, but I used to follow it. Um, A lot of software companies have completely gone away. Worthy of note. So some of your lists, things that you believe in, will change over time. You will add and drop to that list, but if you run across an old list, you will giggle at some of your bad ideas from the past. Uh, One of the ones that I had was GE on my list of 25 stocks you could own forever 25 years ago. They don't work out like that. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Some pretty interesting stories out there today. Abbott Labs has a test that can be done in 15 minutes. It has to be provided by a healthcare provider. It's looking like the end-all be-all and all that bucket of chicken of testing. It seems to me like we might be able to get back to flying with a plane free of COVID passengers. We might be able to get back to getting our kids to school with a school of COVID-free kids. It's still early, but that's a breakthrough. That's nice to see, and it's a big company. Um, No disrespect to Moderna and some of the other companies trying to develop vaccines or treatments, and or, in this case, testing, so in the testing I'm hearing horror stories about. Very expensive. <laughs> I mean, you've, you've seen the horror stories in California, right? $150, $250 a test, and then we find out a lot of them were just bogus and didn't work. Ooh. So Abbott Lab stocks jumps after FDA approves its 15-minute, $5 coronavirus test. And that's causing airlines to roar. Yeah, I'm not saying this is Hey, I'm not going happy days. Oh, here again, go make out with your waiter or bartender today. Like, I'm not saying that. But it's kind of nice to see as far as we're not talking about 180,000 deaths. Novavax reportedly targets December for their vaccine application, which would be, again, a nice compliment to Testing? Testing. Vaccine treatments, one of the very first ones in the treatments. Um, remdesivir, right? And we learned that if we give it to people soon enough, Rimsdivir could save lives. And that's good because now we can do a quick test and say, oh, here, take some remdesivir." It's an antiviral medication. Again, I'm talking as if I knew something about science. I know nothing about science. What I'm trying to show you is what Wall Street sees in the science and DeVere is sold in the brand name Zucluri, the broad spectrum antiviral medication, which I, I, I would say if we're happy or pleased, one of the nice things about COVID is we've learned a lot of people don't actually have to go to work to work. We've learned that. And what we've also learned is we're probably pulling a lot of science forward. Not the worst thing in the world in my opinion. The Lakers and Clippers voted to cancel the season last night after an ugly meeting um, with owners. They're, the players are protesting the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks started this movement, I believe, by walking off the court right before a game started, and they're in the playoffs. Uh, the players say it wasn't really a vote to quit the season. They were saying it's polling. LeBron James has asked for owners to take action. Again, I bring up basketball not because there's a big financial angle on it. Nike would say, what do you mean there's not a big financial angle on it? I bring up basketball in large part because it's part of getting back. Um, And right now, the police shootings in Wisconsin, and I don't want to make a political statement because I'm just not that eloquent. Nothing seems right. Nothing seems right is my way of saying that. So more polling is going to happen, but we should learn a little bit more drama about the NBA as the afternoon goes on. Retailers are betting on a longer back-to-school season as parents postpone purchases. So I've already bought the computers. I've already bought the notebooks, the printers, the printer paper, the all the supplies that go with getting kids back to school. During the spring, summer, we kind of patched it together this year like you get your own notebook well i thought i was gonna be 14 or 15 before i got a notebook nope you can have it now so that's already been bought now the question is if we start doing getting back to school will mom go out and buy the clothes because back to school used to be clothes right every year i'd get a new pair of shoes new pair of jeans um, i was stoked this year the kids didn't get any of that stuff they got computers and gadgets of US elementary and high school students will start the school year with virtual only learning. So it begs the question of what happens when we do go back? It'll be a positive for Walmart, Target, Kohl's, the children's place, other places that are saying, we got backpacks, we have uniforms, we can get you set up. School supplies will be needed. Uh, The average spending is about $790 per year per family. Uh, When you're buying a notebook, uh, it's going to be a little bit higher this year. I don't know if you're with me or against me. Fed Chairman Powell has unveiled efforts to target moderately higher inflation. I thought it would have a bigger play on the market. It's not having a big play on the market. Powell acknowledged the painful lessons of runaway inflation in the 1970s, but warned that the persistence of low inflation over the last eight years risks new economic difficulties. Inflation is kind of a tricky game too Yesterday I talked about it on there About how Inflation bothers me Like it scares me When I first got into money When I was 18 years old When I first got into investing One of the things I said to myself was I want to retire before I'm 62 Before I'm 65 I want to retire in my 30s I came up with a formula for age 35 that I would need a million dollars to retire at age 35. But then inflation's probably changed that because a million dollars would pay me about 4%, but with low interest rates, I can't get that guaranteed 4% anymore. Uh, and nothing's guaranteed in the first place, right? So then I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna live off 40,000, maybe I have to bump that number up to 1.2 million. Fine, okay. So it, it, the cost inflated on me. But then you get a spouse and you make significantly more money than she does or she makes significantly more money than you do and you're, you're starting to change your math. Uh-oh, two people, okay. I was the higher earner, now I've got a lower earner with me, so instead of 1.2 million, I'm probably need 2.4. And you're like, I got a kid. Kids cost a lot of money from zero to 17, so I'm not gonna be able to save as much. But then college cost, I'm like, oh, 2.4, 4 million. So that was my number and how it has changed with inflation. It's higher now. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money investing and more.